0: It's time, it's
1: time, it's time, it's time time for Tech Tuesday.
0: Welcome back to Tech Tuesday. I'm Violet Wong.
1: My name is Raj Shroff, and I'm a director of applied AI research at Blue Artificial Intelligence.
0: So last week was quite chaotic. Sam Ottman, the CEO of OpenAI, was fired, and then he came back a few days later. What really happened?
1: Yeah, sure. In terms of OpenAI, chaos is definitely the right word. So in terms of updates, the latest news is that OpenAI has agreed in principle to hire back their CEO, Sam Altman. So ideally in a perfect world, they should solve the problem and disruption at OpenAI, but it's quite interesting to see how we got to the stage. Right after Sam Altman was initially fired, Microsoft, who has a 49% stake in OpenAI, They actually said they would hire Sam Altman and his core team into Microsoft. And after this, over 700 employees at OpenAI threatened to quit unless the board of directors reversed their decision. So that's really the update.
0: You said we're not exactly clear why he was sacked, but there are, I think, reports saying that there was a letter from the OpenAI researchers warning the board that something's happening at the company.
1: Yeah. So right before Altman was fired, a group of researchers at OpenAI, they informed the board of directors that they were working on a new emergent AI system called QSTAR. And some of the researchers at OpenAI believed that this QSTAR system could have accelerated the progress towards artificial general intelligence or AGI.
0: But what is AGI exactly?
1: Yeah. So AGI or or artificial general intelligence is essentially an AI that is as good as human beings or better than human beings at most tasks. So the important point here is that an AGI system can learn like a human being and perform reasoning and logical analysis like a human being. And finally, most importantly, these AGI agents are able to act on their own. And the reason these researchers believed that this system could be the early stages of AGI is that they had the system solve some fairly simple mathematical problems, essentially grade school math, which by itself is not that impressive, but their assertion was that based on the way that these problems were solved by the system, if we project its success into the future about solving more complex mathematical problems, they believe that this could be a sign that we are close to developing AGI.
0: So the researchers are actually concerned that this new system, QSTAR, will actually lead to AGI in the near future? or
1: Well, interestingly, we don't even have a timeline of when QSTAR will become a real emergent system, let alone when we will achieve AGI. It's all prediction and speculation at this point. And even within the AI community, there's very little agreement on whether we are actually close to AGI or even if AGI, attaining AGI is a good thing for humanity.
0: We'll talk more about AGI later. Let's get back to OpenAI. Going forward, do you think that um, Microsoft or Sam Altman will be the winner from this because maybe they will have more say in OpenAI or ChatGPT?
1: Yes, that's a good assumption to make. So there might be one or two winners in this scenario. The major winner is obviously Microsoft because it's quite reasonable to expect that they will get some representation on the new board of directors for OpenAI.
0: So before all this happened, Microsoft had no representatives on OpenAI's board.
1: Yeah, that's correct. And it's actually quite strange that they did not have any representation. And we can argue that had Microsoft had a board seat on OpenAI's board, none of this would have happened to begin with. So definitely that's something that's going to be corrected at least from Microsoft's standpoint. The other winner here, in addition to Microsoft is Sam Altman and his leadership vision for how OpenAI should develop and commercialize their AI offerings. It's becoming increasingly clear that the reason that he was fired by the board of directors to begin with is that the company's board had a very different vision for the pace of developing AI than Sam Altman did. Sam Altman throughout his leadership has tried to push for commercializing these technology tools like ChatGPT, whereas the board of directors and maybe even some senior researchers within OpenAI seem to have urged a very cautious approach to scale back the speed of development so that they can focus on AI safety. We're still speculating at this point, but it seems fairly certain to some people that Sam Altman's vision of accelerating AI progress is winning out or will, will win out in the foreseeable future.
0: And do you expect the commercialization of AI products to, to speed up now Altman is back at OpenAI?
1: Yes, I believe so. And not only at OpenAI, but every other company as well, because everybody in the tech community and the AI community specifically has taken notice of what's happening at OpenAI. People genuinely panicked investors, OpenAI's customers, and even the general public, they panic that OpenAI's board of directors might be destroying the company's value by getting rid of the CEO. So everyone has sent a pretty clear signal that they prioritize maintaining or even speeding up the pace of development of AI solutions.
0: Now back to AGI. Is ChatGPT or other generative AI different from AGI?
1: The difference between AGI or Artificial General Intelligence and ChatGPT is that ChatGPT doesn't really reason like a human being. All it's doing is predicting the next word in a sentence to create a coherent sentence and a coherent paragraph. It's basically a content generation model based on probabilities. An AGI, if and when it does exist, needs to have a few specific characteristics to make sure it behaves like humans. It needs to have an understanding of how the physical world works so that it can predict the consequences of its actions in the real world. ChatGPT today cannot do that. It doesn't really have a long-term memory, and that means it can't form long-term plans and execute those plans. Human beings, as we go through our life, we make long-term plans and we kind of carry through those plans. ChatGPD can't really do that.
0: From what you just said, I think we still have a long way to go to achieving AGI.
1: Yes, and that's not just my opinion, but the general consensus among researchers in the AI space. Just to illustrate how far we are from AGI, it's quite easy to teach a 10-year-old child to brush his teeth and clean his bedroom. Even the most advanced robots today, if you give them the best computer vision systems, the best language models, it's very hard for a robot to learn how to do those things, even with thousands of hours of training. So clearly there's, there's a pretty big gap in taking the AI we have today and bringing it up to a human level. So until we actually bridge that gap, it's hard to make the claim that we are close to AGI.
0: But at this rate of advancement, do you think AGI can be achieved in, for example, 10 years or maybe 20 years?
1: Well, what I'll definitely bet money on is that we will achieve AGI at some point in the future. We just don't know when, and it doesn't make a lot of sense to put a timeline on it. And the reason I say that is when ChatGPT was released in last November, nobody really predicted that it would happen at that time. It was quite surprising to almost the entire world. So progress in AI really depends on breakthroughs. And once certain breakthroughs are achieved, progress is going to be very fast. But at the same time, it's very difficult to predict when those breakthroughs will happen.
0: Let's talk about BART, Google's AI chatbot. It can now watch and analyze YouTube videos. How does that work?
1: Yeah, so this was an interesting new development. And this is something that ChatGPT and other large language models can't really do. So how this works in theory is that you can open up Google BARD, you can paste the link to a YouTube video and ask it to summarize the video or ask it a specific question about something that happens in the video. And BARD will take a few seconds to analyze a video and it will answer questions about the video.
0: So the example Google gave was, you can ask Bart how many eggs were used in a cake-making video.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the way it's actually working in the background is that most YouTube videos, at least the English-language ones, have captions or a transcript. So what Bart is doing is it's actually reading the captions. So it's reading the text to figure out what the video is about. It's also looking at the title of the video, the channel it was uploaded to, and other video descriptions to figure out what the video is about and what's being talked about in the video.
0: Do you think this is a significant breakthrough or it's just something that we are like making use of like based on the info we already have?
1: It's actually a very interesting feature and also a very useful feature because Think about what this can do if you're a student and you have to watch a long video on a specific topic that's an hour long. Instead of watching the entire video, you can ask questions to Google Bard and learn about this topic without actually watching the entire video. Or maybe you've watched a video from a long time ago and you want to find out a specific 10 second clip in the video. So you can ask Google Bard, at what point in the video did this person mention this topic? And it's going to find that topic for you and find the timestamp. So you don't have to scroll through the entire video and try to find what you're looking for.
0: So do you think bot can watch videos outside of YouTube soon? Because now I think they can only watch YouTube videos.
1: Well, in theory, it can watch any video as long as the video has text captions. But for now, it's limited to YouTube. And some more limitations are that at this point, it's really depending on the video having captions. So if the video does not have captions or if it's in a foreign language, it can't really analyze the video and what's going on there. Another important limitation that people should be aware of is that in most videos or in some videos, there's some very important information that is in visual format. So either somebody acting something out on screen or some text that is placed in the video in a visual format. So Bart's not able to see this kind of important information. So it's crucial for people to realize that all of these video summaries may not be complete in every mm. situation.
0: Do you think Google will actually work on this and improve this feature?
1: I'm sure they're aware of these limitations and ways to get around it.
0: Because you just said ChatGPT and other um, chatbots are not actually doing this at the moment. So what's actually stopping them from offering this feature?
1: Well, you're right in that ChatGPT can't do this directly. There are plugins that can be built into ChatGPT that can watch and summarize YouTube videos. I'm not sure why ChatGPT is not doing this on its own. Um, one limitation may be that they don't have easy connectivity to extract the captions from a YouTube video. Uh, I'm just speculating here, but because YouTube is owned by Google, Google part has an easier way of extracting the captions from the video.